Hey guys and welcome to Personality Bingo with me, your host, Tom Moyne. So this week on the podcast we have Ashley Durrell. Ashley is an actor based right here in Dublin, originally from County Limerick. Uh, I've been talking non-stop about the rivals for the last few months and Ashley uh, played opposite myself. She was the lovely Lydia Languish and it was deadly fun so it's really nice to have her in and uh, having the chats. So um, also want to give a quick plug to Ashley's show uh, at the Dublin Fringe this year. It is called All Honey. It's written by former guest of the show Kira Smith. It is on in the new theatre they preview on September the 18th at half six. Uh, tickets for that one are 11 euro and then tickets are 15 and 13 euro for the rest of the run that's the 19th of September to the 23rd again at half six with a matinee on that Saturday the 23rd at 3.15 whoa I nailed all the details uh, other than that guys um, you will have just missed uh, my show uh, Fierce Notions in the Dublin Fringe it's not really my show it's written by Fionn Foley and it's gone down really really well um, produced by Andy Carberry and the ill-advised theatre company it's been uh, an absolute ball and uh, yeah hopefully that one might even come back who knows uh, aside from that really exciting news we have our live podcast coming up in the Tivoli Theatre it's so exciting Personality Bingo and an Irishman Abroad we are going to be chatting to Jarlett Regan on my podcast and Jarlett is going to be doing an Irishman Abroad episode with the one and only Roddy Doyle That's September the 22nd it's this coming Friday and tickets are available on Ticketmaster come down and see us at the Tivoli Theatre it's such a big deal for us Jarlett was kind of my introduction to podcasting so it is an absolute joy to be paired with him guys other than that I have a few other uh, fringe recommendations that I want to just give a quick plug to How To Be Angry by Brazen Tales Theatre Company they are on in the main space in Smock Alley next week too it's produced by John Dennehy they have an unreal team on board there uh, I urge you to go down and check that one out it's going to be absolutely deadly uh, and also also want to recommend the Friday Night Effect it's at Smock Alley and it's written by Eva O'Connor former guest of the show we had a deadly chat she has a TV show coming up on BBC3 and uh, it's just going to be really exciting so I'm going to be at those two this week as well as All Honey they are my three fringe picks of the week so check out Eva O'Connor's The Friday Night Effect in Smock Alley also guys other than that enjoy Ashley Durrell playing Personality Bingo with Tom Moore Ready to play personality <laughs> bingo with Tom Moran? Yeah. <laughs> you just sound like you can't believe this is actually happening. Oh, oh yeah. Are you regretful? Uh, no, I'm just a bit nervous, but I'm excited too. So I'm so happy you're nervous. I'm just really excited to be near you. It's kind of cute. You again. Again. Yeah. I know. I mean, actually, in the rivals together, people won't know that. No, but we were great, and you can't say that we weren't because you weren't there. Yeah, so fuck yourself. <laughs> right, so a uh, quick explainer how it all works. 60 balls in here, 60 questions on the sheet. I'm going to put 60 minutes on the clock, and I have given you five numbers on the sheet of paper there. Would you mind reading out those five numbers? Yeah, so I have four, 60, 40, 17, and 29. Nice one. Do you want to pick a sixth number, something between one and 60 that's not already there? Yeah, I'm going to... Oh, you're covering it. Do that. How secretive. Are you not going to show me? No, because everybody tells you. Whoa! And I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Um. Yeah. Whoa, this is weird. You're fucking the rules up on me. I kind of like this. Do you? Whoa, you're very dominant. Don't be nervous, Whoa, Tom. You're it's okay. you so submissive. <laughs> Okay, right, well, uh, fuck it, let's just give it no spin. Oh, uh, I should mention that if you get all five of my numbers and one of your secret little weird numbers, that means you get to turn everything around and ask a question to me. So I have to get all six? All six. Okay, Grant. You're not going to do it, I have no faith in you. Um. Yeah, well, if you, like, speed up with the questions, I'll do it. All right, yeah, go fuck yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, number one, uh, we have number two. Um. Mm. Do you have number two? I don't oh, the have omens number two. bowed terribly. Right, uh, nice way to start off. Uh, do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? Um, an introvert. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I don't like people. Do you not? Um, no, I just get very nervous and flustered around people. But you know what? I was actually having a conversation with Ian last night and I, I was saying recently I've made, I feel like I've made lots of new friends and usually that scared me or the thought of that before scared me but I was like I'm actually kind of enjoying getting to know new people mm. um, so maybe I'm transitioning mm. from introvert to extrovert yeah but yeah we've probably all got a little bit of both in us right yeah I think so yeah um, but generally I'm in a state of anxiety 
Yeah. When it comes to other people. Sure. And what about like, so where are you making the, because I, I feel really similarly about like making new friends lately. And it's really exciting. Yeah, it's lovely. It's really nice. Yeah. Right? Are you just meeting them around like theatre stuff or? Yeah, I suppose a lot of the shows I've done in the last couple of years have been with friends and people I already knew from drama school and what have you. And I suppose um, they won't work with you anymore. Oh, um, no, that's that's not it. I'm just branching out. Sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hire me. Um, no, uh, just with like the rivals, I didn't. I didn't know everybody in that and then All Honey I haven't I don't think I've worked with anybody in All Honey All Honey is the fringe play I'm in come and see it what did fucking Tamar tell you to get a plug in <laughs> in the first minute because I let you do it all at the end fuck you Tamar you little I'm gonna shit I'm going to get it in as much as I can <laughs> Tamar is, is a great producer obviously um, but yeah no go on tell us about it you're doing it I've seen the reading of it it's a deadly play by Kira Smith former guest of the show yes Kira Smith I actually am developing a major girl crush on Kira um, she's just she's deadly and I really hope this play does really well for her because I think she's written a really good play and mm. I think she is yeah I think she's deadly like she's so sharp and she's so beautiful she um, yeah no she's lovely um, but yes All Honey it's in the new theatre am I being a dickhead plugging it like this oh 100% <laughs> okay. but like you're so far in now yeah, you I introverted know, fuckhead deep. go on finish it off <laughs> Um, it's in the new theatre uh, starting on Monday the <laughs> 18th. You're not even doing a good job. Question mark? Yeah. Yeah, Monday 18th to Saturday, whatever the end of the week is next week. Nice one. And uh, yeah. No, it'll be great. I'm excited to see it. Thanks, Tom. Uh, and now let me get on with my fucking podcast. Jesus okay, Christ. Okay, okay. Back to you. Fuck's sake. <laughs> right, let's just spin it again. <laughs> okay, okay. Jesus Christ. Come on, numbers. Okay, here we go. Number five. Javit. Fuck's sake, no. Okay, as a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? Um. Okay, I wanted to be... Oh, okay, I wanted to be a vampire. I also <laughs> wanted to be... Um. Oh, shit. What was the other one I wanted to be? Basically, whatever TV program I was watching at the minute, I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. So, like, from a young age, it was Mona the Vampire. Did you ever? No. Maybe that was kind of a girly thing. Um, You sexist fuckhead. All right, like. (laughs) Sorry, this is so abusive already. Um, I knew this would happen. I I actually can't have a serious conversation with you because I just end up in, like. It's too passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, but I wanted to be. A vampire. I also I can't remember what the other thing I wanted to be was, but then uh, pretty early on, I wanted to be an actor. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. You did want to be an actor when you were a kid. Yeah. Right. And like, yeah, I didn't. So did I you not? No, 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 no. I wanted to be you a footballer. W- yeah, yeah. Still want to be a footballer. Yeah. It might happen. One day, <laughs> One maybe. Day. But I mean, yes. Yeah, so you wanted to be an actor, and like, <clears throat> and like, were your parents always just like, yeah, go for it? Um. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Like, they put me into um, drama classes in Limerick. Shout out to Spotlight Stage School. <laughs> um, and, yeah, they put me in there because I was just didn't... I was just very shy and nervous as a kid. And they're like, ah, I'll give her confidence. Mm. And, um, yeah, I just really liked it. Um, and I was kind of like, okay, well, this is what I'm going to do. And then when it came time to for leaving cert, um, I was just like here lads I want to audition for drama schools and they were like okay so my dad came over to the UK with me and did auditions um yeah I also had no idea what to expect and I was completely unprepared and Mm. I was never going to get into a drama school in the UK at the age I went over um but yeah they were all for it yeah um so yeah okay my my dad was a photographer for years so like he followed his dream so it'd be pretty shit if he was just like no you're not gonna follow your dream. Yeah, you can't be a vampire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what What do you think the What do you think like What do you find to be the best part about like being an actor? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I I like working with really creative people, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I'm just I'm being constantly impressed by people at the minute um i've just worked with some really cool people and really passionate and driven people and that's kind of given me a kick up the arse i think to just be more just to be more you know to be 
oh god it's happening Tom I'm freaking out um, to uh, yeah just be you know more driven and focused and better to yes. be better do you find that to be like one of the hardest things is to like maintain that like drive or um, yeah because yeah because you're I mean you're constantly being told no or you're like you do something and you're like oh shit mm. and I think what personally if something goes wrong I'm like I'm shit I did it wrong because act, it's so close to you acting is you know it's coming from inside of you so mm. um, it's very easy to be hard on yourself and to separate yourself from the process um, yeah but it's it's really interesting when you meet those people who don't have that the same you're just covering your face yeah just <laughs> Yeah, I know it's an audio medium, but I will describe everything you do. <laughs> no, don't. Yeah, yeah. Describe the colour red my face is going <laughs> as the podcast goes on. Progresses. Um, but no, it's really interesting as well when you meet someone who doesn't have that, like... Because I don't think it's... Because I think we're similar in, like, a certain way Um, that, like, I don't think... I, I don't know, like, self-conscious isn't the right word. I think it's more, like, self-aware. Do, yeah. you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's really interesting. Like, I think that can really serve an actor. I think it can really get in the way. Yeah, totally, yeah. Totally. Because you do have to have a, a level of self-awareness mm. as a human or else you're just fucking annoying yeah exactly um but yeah but then if you're so self-aware it can just it can be crippling sometimes yeah um but yeah like i've i've been uh working with some people who like they seem really confident mm. and maybe they're not like i'm sure they're freaking out as well but they just they the way they hold themselves and conduct themselves it's um yeah i'm very impressed and inspired by the people I'm working with at the minute which yeah. is nice that's really great that's good it doesn't include say. you doesn't include me no. no but other than that it's really great yeah alright <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go number 11 Janet no okay number 11 do you have a role model um do I have a role model um I know it's such a cliche but like I I think my parents are deadly mm. and um I am very, I yeah yeah I I think they're brilliant and I'd have to disagree with you there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, okay. I mean they're all right, but like parenting wise, I mean th- there could be some questions. How dare asked. you question Lorraine and Paul? <laughs> um, yeah, t- so why tell us about them? Um, I think my mom is very, she's very, I think she's a lot stronger than she gives herself credit for, and mm. I think she. I think she conducts herself in oh, that's such a, <laughs> she conducts herself well. Um yeah, no, I just think she's she's a very kind person, but she also doesn't suffer fools mm. and she can smell bullshit a mile off. Um and then my dad is my dad's very sensitive mm. but without being a pushover. And I think they complement each other very well. And I think they were always very supportive of myself and my brother and continue to be. And, you know, like my dad, my dad was a biomedical engineer for 20 years. And then he was a photographer. He set up his own photography business for 10 years. And it was such a switch around. But it was just like a passion he'd had from when he was very young and then he set up this very successful business and now he's a biomedical engineer again yeah and you know he did a fucking Ironman over in Copenhagen two weeks ago at the age of 52 and I can't fucking climb the stairs without getting out of breath Mm. so yeah my parents are better people than I am so yeah yeah it it was an interesting I can't remember what the word you used was to describe but like it was just uh, whatever it was it like just sparked the thought like of like imagine like it's such a I don't know like I think you said strong about your mum yeah it? yeah like you must be have to be so strong to be a parent like when you actually yeah. if you actually stop and think about it which isn't something that I do but like yeah. even like do you ever sometimes I think about my parents and I like feel protective of my parents yeah totally like, so imagine what they feel about like us and their other kids and like every parent feels about I guess not every yeah. parent but like um, if you're privileged enough to have I suppose a particular kind of relationship there's gonna be an element of like just this unbelievable level of care like, totally and it's so fucking vulnerable yeah totally and I think like I found it very interesting in the last couple of years how my relationship with my parents is changing as I get older mm. Um, because my mom had me at the age that I am now 
And I couldn't imagine having a kid mm. right now. Yeah. I don't know how she fucking did it. Obviously, I was an angel. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just think she's brilliant. And yeah, being a parent must be the scariest thing in the world. Yeah. Like um, it's so I find like sometimes when I think about it and you know I, I yeah like it's a it's a stupid thing to say like we're both the same age like at uh, twenty four but like you do start to see like people around you and a little bit ahead of you in life and even people you know younger than you and like they are in circumstances where they have children or whatever yeah. like whether they want to or whether it was something that popped up in their life and that you know that that like I don't know it's just in their life now and yeah. you know it, it, you automatically kind of turn everything back on yourself and you go like what would I, what would I do yeah. and it's one of them weird things because like I completely agree I could not imagine it yeah. but like at the same time you know you, you, it's one of them things that like there's so many cliches about it that you can only imagine that like they have to be true Yeah, you know like yeah. about like the unbelievable level of like love you experience but yeah. also the unbelievable level of sacrifice that, that's involved yeah. and it's one of them things because I guess in what we do I don't think it's like a selfish thing but you definitely have to be like I guess on one hand it's not a selfish thing on another hand it probably is the truth lies somewhere in between I'm sure yeah. but like a, a kid like even sometimes like a partner or a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever yeah. can, can feel like Jesus uh, so like imagine a kid in that but like you don't want to deprive yourself either of like first of all the joy of like bringing another person into the world and yeah it's a really weird thing I don't really know what my point is it's just something that I've started thinking about lately yeah no totally and I've I've always kind of thought that I'd, lo- I'd love to have kids but now I'm no, I, I, I still do want to have kids, but you know, I, I wonder how much of that was, you know, society. It's like, okay, you grow up and you have a kid, mm. and now I'm seeing people who have made the decision that no, I'm not going to have a kid, mm. and it's just like, yeah, totally. Um, but because it's definitely got to be a thing, and it's something something that I don't know about, but like, it's got to be a thing that's some some part of your brain as a woman in this industry that like. I mean, not even in this industry, but it just changes your life so massively. And as you said earlier, like acting comes from within you, so it's automatically going to change like your acting, the place yeah, your career takes totally. in your life. Yeah, because you're coming from a uh, from a different point of view. Because mm. you're not just thinking about yourself now. You have to consider another human in a different way that you consider a partner. Yeah. Um, because you're wholly responsible for that human mm. for you know a number of years. Um, but yeah, yeah. I don't know how we got talking about that. I know, yeah. But uh, go fuck yourself. I'm, bro- I'm broody. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Roll the ball. Give it a spin. Uh, number 54. No. Okay, no worries. Number 54. Uh, is there one thing that you wish you could change about yourself? Um, Apart from your stupid fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> is there something? Oh, God. <sighs> Yes and no, because like, yeah, like there's loads of things like, you know, loads of physical things, but then also like, no, because what's the point? Like, you know, you, you're born a certain way and if you have things that you don't like, you, they're all there for a reason. Mm. I think Mm. maybe that's insensitive to say because I was very lucky to be born healthy and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. I suppose I'd maybe like to be a bit more, a bit more confident. But I think everybody wants that. Mm. Um. So do you know what? I'm gonna say no. Ooh, how evolved of you. Yeah. No, it's interesting. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's such a funny thing. Yeah, and I mean, like, what you pointed out was like, cause that's a weird question. I, I don't know how many times this come up. I don't know how I feel about that question. But anyway, <laughs> it's like, it, like the physical end of things is what, cause I'm like everyone like it's it's a really it's actually a really weird thing I, okay this is you're I, gorgeous we'll Tom stop it. fishing okay right let's put that there right because I was <laughs> right I'm gorgeous go for it no 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 but like as in you know everyone has like a certain level of awareness of how they look yeah. I, I think and like then you have things like you know like um, dysmorphia uh, you have to you have to be very aware in this line of things as well of how you look yes you do and then and it, it, it's weird then like you know when you're in a bracket because you inevitably are but then you also have you know as you kind of pointed out like there's physical things you might want to change a little insecurities mm-hmm. I think everyone has I don't think it matters probably who you are yeah, like totally. you probably have them but it, isn't it a weird thing and this isn't like I'll talk about like a first world problem or something but let's not put that qualifier in it that like there's something I don't know it's just like that thing with the you know I was born healthy and all that like da 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 but it's like I don't know it's just so weird that you can 
don't know what I'm trying to say. It's weird that like, yeah, you can appear one way to someone else, I guess. Yeah. Like, and then be like very, very, very like sensitive or, or insecure about something. And it's it's so internal, you know, and mm. it's not even necessarily based in like a physical reality. Yeah. Yet you can kind of feel it in this crazy like mental and physical way. Yeah. I don't know. It's just interesting. Yeah, I think, I think like how, oh, I don't know how to say, but... Let's not censor ourselves for a minute and just go for it. Um, I think I think how other people have viewed me in the last couple of years has changed how I view myself mm. in a positive, mostly positive way. Mm. Um, which I think is interesting because I, because I don't know if you should base how you feel about yourself on how other people view you or tell you you are or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I suppose like. like I'm very lucky to have the partner that I have and he's been, you know, he's made me feel very confident about myself as a person in general. Um, but yeah, I think that's, it. it's constantly fluctuating. I think it's going to cl- constantly fluctuate throughout your life how you feel about yourself depending yeah. on circumstances and whatever, mm. you know. Um, so... Do you know what's an interesting thing is I was thinking about this recently was that like my... Um, I like it, it can be a few things it can be like uh, my relationship with food exercise alcohol a lot of it depends and I, this is probably a negative actually mm. yeah that, that a lot of it depends on uh, like I guess my I guess like in some way like my relationship status like mm-hmm. if I'm happy being single happy being by myself happy yeah. in a relationship unhappy in a relationship yeah. like right now um, for like uh like, yeah, probably the first time in a while like I'm I'm really happy with that like side of my life mm-hmm. and I also think that's like really been reflected in like my relationship with all those things like drink and food yeah, and exercise totally. and it's amazing and like sometimes and again this is probably like an unhealthy thing in lots of ways but like I think I try to I think I try to be the best version of myself obviously for myself I try to do that automatically but more so maybe for like another person yeah it's yeah. really interesting when it, it is yeah and as you said it can it can go either way mm. you know it can be a positive thing or it can be a negative thing i think it depends on the person that you're with mm-hmm. maybe like why are you doing it for them are you doing it because they like it better mm. or are you doing it because you want to be you want to be the best that you can be to be with that person oh, i don't know i don't know how to say it yeah but i mean yeah no like for sure because you know, like those programs on on TV, like like fucking like fat busters and all yeah. those kind of things, where they were like, um, "I just want to get fit and healthy for my kids," kind of thing. You know, I mm. want to be able to run around around with my kids. I just want to be able to run around with my boyfriend. It's mm. <laughs> a fucking stupid thing to say. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Just never go up the stairs. Oh my god. <laughs> No, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, there's also a thing then if you if you're if you're like, like there's also a thing of, I think like you, you kind of in some way want to match with like your partner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're you're assumedly you're with someone who you find like uh, attractive, whether that be physically or like just as a person or like I guess preferably both. Mm. Uh, and like sometimes you want to like match that. You know? You, yeah. Like I used to get self conscious of. Um, I've been very lucky I've had like loads of like amazing uh, like um, just know loads of like amazing women and, mm. and, and, and people and like you get like I've been like self-conscious before like walking down the street with someone and being like oh I hope this doesn't like look wrong like they're like you yeah. know what's yeah. that because like I've I, it's awful but like I'm sure we've all like accidentally or purposely judged you know uh, people who look like a couple walking down the street and kind of going yeah. whoa you, you could do yeah. better and you kind of catch yourself like I don't know who the fuck these people are yeah, I'm just yeah. being a little prick but it's yeah I think we're we're kind of being programmed that way though to judge people on appearances mm. which is bullshit and um but yeah um it was interesting before you you said about you know that you kind of feel or certainly you did feel yourself like as a character actor mm-hmm. and then because like you know for people like everyone like just gonna google you know uh but like for people who like don't know like you're you're like you're like blonde and like very attractive i'd say and like Tom. I, I am threatened i am threatened <laughs> uh and but do you know what i mean as in and that's not traditionally what like character actresses yeah look like. yeah um that's a, it's, again it's just a weird thing that we've kind of put on to exactly yeah um yeah i'm 
yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say about that. I'm just so flustered that you think I'm attractive. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I think oh, it's all fucking bullshit. Yeah. Um, the whole like, you know, just on that, on that kind of thing, in terms of acting, you know, you know, they put out a call for a blonde girl, and it's like brunettes do not apply. And then it's just like here, like I can fucking dye my hair, you mm. know. And then it's it's just all all this, you know, all all character briefs that come out for women, like casting calls, will more than likely be like, you know, she's tall, she's blonde, she's attractive, she's this, she's that, she's a big nose, she's small hip, she's black. And it's just like that has nothing to do with a character. That yeah. you know, that is how they look. It's you know, what are they like? What's the what's going on inside mm. that's what I don't know if it's the same for male breakdowns that come out come through it, it, it is but it's I, I think it's it's like it's much more forgiving yeah you know what I mean Um. but uh, yeah yeah it's just a weird one isn't it yeah it's weird one. right we'll go for another spin because you specifically said to me you didn't want to spend ages in questions so yeah, you got a fair I've chance got no I've got no numbers yet yeah okay okay let's go right here we go number 21 do you have it no okay number 21 question is what would the title of your autobiography be <laughs> uh, that would be the title uh, just be a noise and uh, how, do you, how do you spell that um, <laughs> don't waste our time yeah just <laughs> sorry that's <was> an awful <laughs> question um, I, oh god I don't know um, what would the title be I don't know. I don't know what it would be. Let's pick one before the end of the episode. Okay. Okay, right. Autobiography. Let me write that down. Okay, number 18. Do you have it? <laughs> no. Okay, how'd you find out the truth about Santa? Do you know? <laughs> okay. I do know, yeah. Okay. Oh my God. Okay, I was very late finding out. I think it was in sixth class. Oh. Like that. That's that's old. I think I was like 11. And I was in Bobby Burns' shop with my best friend, Mary Meskel, and we were looking this at the jellies. Like a play. And we Bobby were Burns, Mary Meskel. Bobby Burns with Mary Meskel, and we were looking at the jellies, and it was near Christmas time, and we were talking. I can't remember what their precise discussion was, but uh, um, we were talking about Santa, obviously, and then she just goes, you know, he's not real. And I just went, yeah. Yeah, I know. And then I, I kind of like you know just kept kept smiling kept like oh yeah jellies yes uh, and then she left and I kind of went oh my god what the fuck do you mean he's not real and then I didn't tell my mom that I knew for a year for another year because mm. I wanted to just make sure but um I think that Christmas um because usually we still do like um my mom won't put out presents until myself and Josh are in bed mm. and um I was just like, hey, mom, I'll help you bring out Santa's presents this year. Like, real passive aggressive. And she was just like, what are you talking about? I don't have Santa's presents. And I was like, I know, mom. I'll just help you bring them out. And she was just like, go to bed. And then uh, next year, I was just like, here, mom, I know. I know the truth. I know that he's he's not real. Oh, man. It must, that must be sad for parents as well. Well, see, I have a younger brother, so they didn't care until uh, a couple of years ago when Josh found out. Okay. Is he much younger? He is seven years younger than me. Okay, right, right. right. Well, it would have been more than a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but like, it, yeah, it must be, it must be weird. Like, it's kind of even like as an older like sibling, like it's kind of weird when the, your younger sibling stops believing because yeah, it does change it. It totally changes it. Yeah. Like I hated Christmas for a couple of years after because I was just like, this is shit. Mm. We're just like with our family, like fuck that. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm totally joking. But um, do, you, do you like Christmas now? Um, I. Do I do? I feel there's a massive pressure at Christmas to be happy and to be, you know, like, yeah, just to be happy all the time. And I don't feel happy all the time. Mm -hmm. I find Christmas kind of weird. I love spending time with my family, but it also makes me, I kind of get a lonesome feeling around Christmas, even when I'm surrounded by my family and all that kind of jazz mm. um yeah it's a weird time maybe it's the weather the and you know being dark more affects me but um i do like christmas um but i do think there's a stupid pressure around it to have the best time and to have so much fun and to be 
up for the crack all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's like, I, I really, that's funny that you say that because you actually give, like, <clears throat> it was one of the things when you were talking earlier, I, I kind of, there's been loads of, we were talking about like meeting new people lately mm. and like one of the things that I've been really struck by lately is meeting new friends for sure, in speci- like specifically meeting, um, I guess, yeah, like, uh, like y- young actresses mm-hmm. and like, like just, I actually feel like they're like super strong and, and I'm saying this specifically like super articulate and super like willing to like you said about someone that doesn't suffer fools mm. I think you said that about your mom yeah. but it's funny I was like I've met like so many like kind of you know people like our age-ish yeah. who were, like, and I get it just it's really struck me like, like much more so the reason I'm distinguishing it from like men to women is because yeah. like I actually see it like and probably because it's necessary but it's really interesting how you're saying like I, I don't you kind of don't like the pressure of having to feel yeah. a certain way and yeah. I don't know it just all kind of tied in with me like it's really yeah. it's really interesting don't tell me how to feel yeah which is fair it. yeah but like that that is one that was one of the interesting things like uh, like, like really actually refreshing kind of like at first I, when we started working together in Royals at first I was kind of I was kind of nervous because I'd seen you in stuff before I don't think you probably hadn't seen me in stuff maybe I don't know yeah I don't think so but I'd seen you in a good few things and obviously I think I said you. I think you're really good, obviously. Um, but uh, but also, yeah, you have you do have that thing of like, you know, I think you're pretty like straight up. Do you know what I mean? And do you? you? Yeah, I do, and I, I don't think you're gonna like pretend to be a certain way. Like <gasps> if you're if you weren't like, thank you for saying that. Oh my god, were you surprised that I? Yeah, really. Do you not perceive yourself that way? I think I maybe I don't give myself enough credit, but I'm constantly feeling like I'm not. I'm just like. I agree with things that people say because I'm like, yeah, 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 you know, like mm. whatever you say, kind of thing. Um, but maybe I'm not. I think that if I said something that you didn't agree with, you would have said I don't agree with you, and we would have talked about it. Oh my god! Do you think maybe maybe I'm wrong? Maybe I blanked those things out of my head. Yeah. Um. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Great. It's just I wouldn't include you in that bracket of people. It's like it's it's really cool. Thanks. It's really good. I'd like to be a little bit. I think I'm gonna make an effort to be a bit more like that. Are you? Yeah, I think it's good. Have I inspired you? No, definitely not. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> right here we go. Number forty-two. Oh, for fuck's sake! Okay. No. How many numbers have we done? Oh, One, two, three, down, four, five, God. six, seven. Yeah, we're flying through them. Jesus. Right. Okay. Uh, oh. Number forty-two. What's your biggest career disappointment? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Um, my biggest career disappointment. I don't know. I don't know if I could call. I d- do. I have a career. Is <laughs> that's that that's your autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Do I have a career? Do I have a career? Um, I don't know. Um, I don't think I've done enough to be. No, hold per- on. No, no, I mean, if you consider like acting is the thing that you do, that's a career, surely, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and like, it's a career full of disappointment. Yes. Um, and just, wonderful things. Could okay. Does the okay read the question again, please? Uh, okay, <laughs> it was really simple. It's like seven oh, seven up. words. You get any? getting cocky now no I just want to preferred introverted Ashley I want (laughs) I'm joking what is your biggest career disappointment my biggest career disappointment Um, 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 I like there's been things that I like shows that I've auditioned for that I thought I did really good auditions for that I didn't get so obviously that's disappointing Mm. Um, I think um, what's your response to that like do you do you someone's asked me this recently like what do you do do you give yourself a day do you give yourself three days do you just get on with it straight away Um, in the beginning I tended to buy shoes okay which is weird but I'm trying to like downsize everything in my life and be a bit more simple at the minute size fives uh, size five <laughs> and uh, so yeah I don't I'm trying not to buy things now but I do like when something goes wrong I do go towards a shop and just like touch things and then walk out again yeah um but now i (laughs) okay i know i know and i know i okay disappointment i had an audition for a show that i emailed the producer about and i was like i'm perfect for this this i you won't be sorry then i went in let my nerves get the complete you know just completely take over mm. it was fucking woeful I saw the producers like sit up at the beginning you know like pen pen and paper like really like alert and then I started singing and I literally saw them go hmm 
And then they put down their pen and paper and sat back. And I was just like, oh, fucking hell. And it was at the very beginning of the audition. And I was just like, oh, my God, I have to keep going because I can't just walk out. There was 20 people in the room. It was horrific. It was being filmed. It, everything was awful. I my, my mouth was dry. And it was all very disappointing. Mm. And then I went and bought Rollo's which are raw vegan Rolos. Oh. And they're delicious. <laughs> and I went there, I went I and bought them. Shoe. And then I went home and cried for a while. Oh no. Um, so yeah, I eat and I cry and then I get over it. Yeah. Yeah, good. It sounds like a plan. It sounds like something a very secure person does. It sounds like your second book. Oh yeah. <laughs> I eat, I cry, I get over it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's good. We're going to have I a like trilogy by the end. That's good. Okay. okay. Nice. All right, here we go. Number 56. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. God. Right, number 56. What's the nicest thing someone has said to you? Well, Tom Warren <laughs> just told me that um, I'm very direct. Um, the nicest thing someone has told me. Um, <laughs> my uh, now partner in drama school told me that I had very expressive eyes and... We were not boyfriend and girlfriend at the time, and I melted a little bit. Did when you? He told me. I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, probably that. And. Yeah. 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 That's a nice thing. That's not really nice thing to hear. It was a nice thing to hear. Yeah. How long after did you, like, get together? Maybe. Three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Two seconds. Yeah. Um, maybe about. When was it? Oh, it would have been like a a year. Yeah. Uh, maybe nine months to a year afterwards. Okay, right. Yeah. Like, how quickly, like, do, do you think you, like, how uh, how quickly do you think, like, you know, like, that you want to be with someone? I was fucking mad about him pretty early on. Really? Yeah. And um, I didn't, I, I wasn't just, I wasn't like, he's mine, mm. you know, but I was like, I think he's great. And I really, I, I was... It was a talent crush first, and then I was just like, oh, he's so deadly. Mm. And um, then he realized that I, too, was deadly. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I, I liked him pretty much straight away. Right, and how important do you think, like, uh, a kind of a, a, a talent crush is, I suppose, like, a respect for your partner's talent? Like, what? Let, like let's, for, for example, say that you didn't think that he was talented yet you were in drama school with him you thought that he was great you fancied him you thought he was really kind he made you laugh he did all these things but you thought like this guy can't act for fuck um i i don't know how to answer that mm. i actually was very intimidated by him as a person mm. because he can be quite um he can just be quite like straightforward and Whereas I get real flustered and I'm like, oh my God, please like me kind of thing. Mm. And uh, he's not like that at all. Um, and I would, I was just like, oh my God, he fucking hates me. Mm. And he's so scary. And he's a little bit older as well. And I was just like, oh my God. Um, so I've not answered your question. No. Well, yeah, but like, no. <laughs> Sorry. I. It was also a hard question though. Like, yeah, just like how you would, like how important do you think it is to find a uh, partner like good at what they do um yeah i think that's important because you know i personally want to be with someone who's driven and i think that's very attractive in someone if they're passionate about something mm. and he is and he happens to be very good at it mm. um yeah so do you ever find it like um competitive is the wrong word but like do you do you find a challenge in when your careers are at different points like you're working he's not he's working you're not yeah um in the beginning after we left drama school he was working a lot and there is this like the girlfriend side of you is obviously incredibly proud and like happy for him and them you know whoever it is um but then there is the actor side where you're just like oh, you know, I wish I wish I was doing that as well. But I never, uh, there was never resentment or anything like that. Mm. And we've been very open with each other about like, I'm finding this hard that I'm watching you working and I'm not. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, like we say it all the time, it's, 
you know, I'm not, you're not just worried about your own career. You're worried about two people's careers, mm. which is, you know, it's difficult. It's hard enough to worry about yourself. Um, but uh, like, you know, if he if he does an audition and he doesn't get it, I I take it hard as well. I take it not personally, but, you know, I find I kind of mourn the loss of that opportunity as well. Yeah. Um, and I th- think he feels the same. Um, but yeah, it, it, it can be. It's it's great when both both of us are working. Yeah. Um, and both of us have been working for the last little while, and it's hard as well, you know, because there was a period of like five six weeks there where we didn't really see each other, really even though we live that. in the same house. Yeah. Because I I would leave in the morning and he would or I would he would be gone in the morning when I get up and then I'm doing the show at night time and he was in bed when I got home. Mm. So you just kind of go, you know, night, and that's you know. So you didn't really see see him so yeah it's it's a weird one it's a weird dynamic i suppose yeah and like have you ever has there ever been the have you ever about audition for the same project where you could have been playing opposite each other together uh yes um, and how, have you has it ever happened that we played opposite each other yeah um no actually uh, we did uh, i don't know if we've worked together on stage mm. out, outside of drama school we did a, a show but we weren't in the same thing mm. you know in the same scenes yeah um how do you think you'd feel about it being in a rehearsal room with them for four weeks say? um i'd like it because i really respect him as an actor and i think he's very good and i yeah like we've worked in rehearsal rooms together like he's directed stuff that i've written and mm. um you know we, we so we've we've so I know that we can work well together. I think we yeah. are capable of like leaving the rehearsal room behind and not bringing stresses home. Um, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I'd li- I'd like to work with him. Yeah, for sure. Especially if you be really awkward if you're like no. Yeah, he's fucking <laughs> shit. Uh, right, let's go again. Uh, number nine. No. Okay, number nine. Question is. How about if I get to the end of it and haven't gotten any questions? Could I ask you a question then? You can't. Just, well, just uh, won't record it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. Number nine. Uh, is there a person in this industry that you would love to work with? Uh, yes, I'd love to work with um, Michael Murphy. I'd love to work with Louis Lovett. I'd love to work with um, who else? I'd love to work with some of my some of the people that were in my class in the Gaiety on something that we have we haven't devised or we haven't written ourselves you know that like mm. a, you know a different a, a, a company is putting on a show I'd love to work with somebody in that sense um um, who else? Let me have a think. I mean, it was one person you're kind of milking it now. I mean, oh, sorry, Tom <laughs> Warren. But we've worked together so much. I know it's been it's been a joy. It's been a joy, darling. Uh, we've grown up together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's interesting. Who, who, in, who in your gate? Oh, I won't ask you. That's that, that's yeah, awful because no, then you're gonna do, leave someone out. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, sorry, I don't know why. I was just like, it'd be a really nice opportunity, but then you'd potentially hurt someone's yeah, feelings. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Like you have to like mind people's yeah. feelings. Yeah, it's just like. <sighs> Especially yeah. when it's being recorded. I forget. Like, I'd just be talking. Like you, you be bitching and moaning. <laughs> and you have to cut it all out so people think you're a nice guy. Yeah, well, I mean, you couldn't be Mona the Vampire, but you've done a great job of just moaning on the podcast. So. Hey! <laughs> nice. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Number 20. <gasps> no! Balls. <laughs> okay. Number 20. Question is, what's your opinion on Dwayne the Rock Johnson? <laughs> um... Was he actually 16 in those pictures? You know the picture? Yeah, I think so. The tissue underneath his elbow? He has a tissue on his elbow. You know, you know he's in the like the black polo neck, the black high-waisted jeans, mm. that delicious haircut. Mm. But he's leaning on something, but he's got a white tissue under his um his elbow so that he doesn't get his black top dirty. Wow. So I think he's a fucking liar. <laughs> um yeah, I I don't know. Um, what's my opinion on him? He is grand. 
he must be minted, is he? Is he? Oh yeah, he's the highest grossing actor in the world. Stop yeah, it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. sick. Yeah. That is. Is he actually? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Oh my god. A lot god. of talk. He's gonna go for a president. He what? He's gonna run for a presidency. Uh, fuck off. Yeah, I think he's a Republican. Funny enough, I don't think he's a Democrat. Is he not? No, I don't think so. Uh, but I don't know but yeah I don't know I, I, I always think about why is that there's two questions in this I think I've said this before on the podcast but I always think why they're there like that's a weird question comparably to the others but I think he like to me represents this thing of like he was a wrestler you know mm. and then he I feel like he's like you know to have a body like that you, it's kind of one of the weird things about like people who are in good shape they don't really get it's kind of one of the things you don't like get credit for it. and like nor should you I guess but like it's a lot of work and yeah. most things that you work for in life you get credit for do you know what I mean? And like having been in incredible shape, like he obviously works incredibly hard at I that. I think he gets credit for being in incredible shape. You're probably right. You're probably right. I think what I was going to say was that he's a wrestler, right? Yeah. And then he was the, like, became, I guess, the best wrestler in the world, the most popular wrestler, whatever. The I heard he's, uh, my boyfriend's real, real into wrestling and mm. I think he was saying he's not actually good. He just had a good shtick. Yeah. And he, was he, was he, was he, um, he was a heel and then he became a face. Right. Do you know I, I don't that? know. I don't know that, that those terms. So a heel is like uh, a baddie, yeah. and then a face is a goodie. Ah. Um. So I think he transitions. Right. Um. Which apparently is a thing. Um. I guess that's the thing that he's kind of has this amazing like he he has this amazing ability like to, I mean to go from a wrestler and something that I guess isn't taken very seriously by a lot of people taken incredibly seriously by others yeah but then to like you know Hollywood okay you could say his movies aren't taken seriously by some people but like Hollywood is taken super seriously yeah. and I mean the amount of money he makes has to be taken seriously yeah yeah it's really interesting I think that that's why that question's there like he just represents this amazing like work ethic and kind of like ability to reinvent himself yeah yeah that's just interesting that's a good point Tom. but it's a weird question because I think I always end up making that spiel and it turns into a question and it just sounds like I'm preaching about him <laughs> I love Dwayne The Rock Johnson <laughs> really do you know what care. I thought his um, episode of SNL this season was pretty funny yeah I thought he was pretty funny in it I think he is quite funny yeah yeah um, obviously it's like I thought it, I, it just happened to be a week where the material was pretty good I thought mm. Um, mm. he had some funny some funny stuff in it funny bits and bobs funny bits and bobs yeah right let's uh, let's do it again okay How's it going? Is this going like okay for you? Um, I'm like after everything I say, I'm in my head and being like, "What the fuck was that?" Actually, what the fuck was that? Um, so I think we should just keep going, and then I'm gonna go for a large gin. Okay, nice, 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 nice. <laughs> All right, number thirty-seven. No. Okay, number you're doing oh so bad. God, has anybody never gotten? Yeah, it's quite common. Oh, okay, grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number thirty-seven. Question is, oh, the other question that no. I, that comes up. What is it? What are your thoughts on James Blunt? Oh. <laughs> Gas. Um, They're the two ones that I was talking about there. James Blunt, I think he's gas, and I love how much he takes the piss out of himself. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't really know his music other than "You're Beautiful." Mm. That's the Tom. Mm. Or fuck, that's the song Tom. Not. Oh damn it! I <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh so not cutting that out. Oh. It's staying. Sorry, I just shouted directly yeah. in the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I think he's. He seems gassed as a person and I don't have an opinion on him as a musician. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he was a soldier though before. He was, yeah. So he is also reinventing himself. Yeah, he is. And I, I think that's why that one's there that he like kind of has this like endearing ability to kind of like take the piss out of himself. Some know? people hate him so much. It's weird. Why would you hate James Blunt? Well, like I suppose in a in a in wrestling terms, you know, if you're that, that sound is killing me. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Give me goosebumps. Sorry. Oh, sorry. That's, that's nails and chalk for me. See how anxious I am? I'm like destroying this piece of yeah, paper. Yeah, you're just stabbing it. Oh, you saw my secret number. Oh, I actually didn't. Okay, I can't right. remember what it was. Um, uh, but you don't hate James Lund? No. Some I'm, people do. Yeah. yeah. Do you hate him? No, no, I, I agree with you. I think he's funny. I think his Twitter is hilarious. Isn't it? Yeah. It's gas. Yeah. Also, do you ever follow the... It's like Waterstones on Oxford Street or something? No. They're pretty funny as well. Okay. I can't give you an example, but <laughs> they're pretty funny. I've laughed at some of their tweets. Yeah. Once or twice. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, you, you, uh, you, um, you. Oh, it's really interesting, actually. Remember that time when we were out and you, you took my phone and you tweeted for me. Yeah. And I said like having a great time with mates or something like that. And you got the most likes you've ever gotten. <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, it's okay. Most likes Don't you ever first. got. Uh, but it was really interesting because I was gonna put out um. 
God, this is, I don't know why I'm saying this. This is just an insight into to my head. I, <laughs> I was going to put out, like, because you know the way people used to say you got raped? Yeah. And then people then were like, no, you can't say rape because you're taking the piss out of rape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was, then I was, I like, I was trying to think of like the, what the Twitter equivalent would be. And then I was like, oh, it'd be like twape or like twape. to abused or something. <laughs> I don't know. But then I was like, you can't say that because it sounds like you're taking the piss or like you're demeaning. Like, you're so insensitive. Right? Like, I know. Um, you have to, like, you'd have to be careful now, you know? Yeah, you do. You do. Um, then I just fucking recorded it. But it's just <laughs> interesting that, like, you know, most, I think most people who say stuff don't mean to say bad things. Yeah, yeah. But then you gotta be. I don't know. I don't know. I know. I'm afraid to go down this rabbit hole because. But yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah. And like, there's loads of stuff going on. Like George Hook right yeah. now. Like that's at the forefront of everyone's mind. Who was yeah. suspended today. Yeah. Who, for like people who don't know, he made comments kind of saying that like a woman who got raped should have minded herself because she went up to a bedroom with a man she didn't know. Yeah. And you know he's been probably rightly accused of like victim shaming or blaming or whatever yeah. the word would be when like the responsibility should fall on the man not to rape someone yeah. obviously it's just it's really like so like that's a different example but it's just like um, there's also I don't know like just the internet's just fucking crazy yeah it is and also oh, yeah like I people want to get mad yeah people do want to get mad and yeah it's a weird time at the minute people are anxious and afraid to say the wrong thing mm. and then maybe end up saying the wrong thing anyway yeah yeah um, like I think for the record I think like what I, I think if we're like I brought up a specific example which is probably unwise but I think like that was <laughs> specifically wrong but like generally it, there's a really interesting just culture now of like yeah there's just like angst about yeah, the place yeah. and like you know uh, and yeah it's interesting It like it's just I don't know it's it I think that's why like conversations like this and like uh and more so like other ones that are much more popular than mine mm-hmm. but like, I think that's why like podcasts are kind of um being consumed more than other things now because it's not like we can we've said like you know we've sworn we've done things we're not like super censored mm. on this you know what I mean trying to like have a real honest conversation yeah. and like I think this kind of a podcast works best when you don't think about like Oh fuck! I shouldn't say that because people might be upset. Yeah, you know, especially if it's not coming from a bad place. Yeah, because that's so important. Because some people are coming from a bad place. Like I don't know what place George Hook is coming from, but he has a track record of saying dodgy shit. And okay. you know, at a certain point, like you gotta fucking take responsibility. Yeah, you do. You do. Um, yeah, I. It's not a question. I'm just talking at you. No, that's fine. Um, I yeah, I I'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the whole George Hook thing because. I don't see him getting fired, mm. to be honest. I feel like, maybe I'm being negative, but I feel like he's being suspended and then they're hoping that people will forget about it. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know. I mean... I would hope that something happens. Yeah, it's really interesting. I don't know enough about it. Like, I think he yeah, apologised, I, I think. and, and He did apologise, I think. Um, But... Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's uh, the thing with him is <laughs> sorry, 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 sound. sorry, 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 <laughs> and no one can hear that on the mic. <laughs> sorry, uh-huh. will I do it into the mic so people <laughs> no, can hear? Don't. Okay, do it while I cut my ears. It's oh, stop! <laughs> it's a pen going just, through a piece of paper. Yeah, it's weird. That also felt kind of sexual. It when did I look kind of sexual. <laughs> well, it was like a sticky thing going into a hole, <gasps> which is kind of like penises and vagina. <laughs> Your third autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Number four. Yes. Yes. yes! High five. Oh. Boom. What a shit the high five. The high five ever. I'll, I'll do a fake one into the mic. Yeah. Fake news. All right. Number four. What would seven-year-old you think of you right now? She would be so proud and she would say thank you. Um, I, what would she <laughs> She'd say? She'd say thank you. What would, <laughs> is it, what would she say or what would she do? Think. Think. Um, None of them. <laughs> um, uh, seven year old okay so Josh was I was seven when Josh was born so I was okay I think um, yeah I think she'd be pretty pleased mm. she's li- I say you were a fucking weird kid weren't you um, I can't say that I wasn't <laughs> yeah. um, I'm not Super weird. No, I, do you know I might be being clouded because I seen you in Animalia playing a little. Oh, Sarah Walters. A little child. Oh, I love Sarah. Walters. Did you win the Fringe Award that year? No, 
Oh, <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> who won it? Um, who won it? I think Una Doherty got it, and somebody else got it as well. Okay, it was, um, good company. A male and a female. Yeah, um, but you were nominated for best performer, right? I was for yeah. Ian's play Animalia. Yes, which is very good. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and um, I was nominated against Jinx Monsoon, who was fucking. Do you know who Jinx Monsoon is? No. She was on. She won RuPaul's Drag Race. Ah. Um, season. Four or five, I think, mm. and uh, I was just like, "Oh my fucking god!" There's my name beside Jinx Monsoon. So that was the most exciting thing, I think. That RuPaul's something that I've never watched. I have no idea about oh anything. My god! Or do you think I'd like it? Um. Yes. Yeah. I, I think everybody would enjoy it. Yeah. Maybe not like get addicted to it, but I don't think you can watch it and just be like. Ugh. This is shit mm. because there is a real craft and real um, skill involved, right? Um, and it's also just incredibly entertaining. Mm. Um, have you never seen it? No. Okay. Go home and watch an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. Watch the season with Bianca Del Rio. Yeah, Bianca Del Rio. Okay. I I won't. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I won't. I don't know what. <gasps> I won't. No, it's grand. Yeah, cool. But I'm trying to be more direct like you. That's uh, what you do. Yeah, Fuck, okay. you have your ears pierced in loads of places. I just got them done. Did you? Uh, it's cool. I got one, I got this one, my rook done, and I got my two lobes done a second time, and I've just started wearing earrings in all my other holes. <laughs> <laughs> in my ears. <laughs> um. So yeah, loads of holes. Okay. Moving on. All right. <laughs> I wish you could have a fourth autobiography. <laughs> number 51. <laughs> no, awesome. Number 51? No. Okay, number 51. Jesus, you're so bad at my podcast. Oh. Uh, I'm joking. This has been lovely. If oh. you could choose one person to chat one-to-one with, who would it be? Tom Warren. All right. Um, who would I chat one-to-one with? Um, I'd like to chat to... Um, I'd like to chat to... I'd like to chat to Bill Murray. Mm. I'd like to chat to Kate McKinnon. Mm. I'd like to chat to Joaquin Phoenix. I'd like to chat to... That's all. Mm. Nobody else. Kate McKinnon's like... um, She's she's like an attractive woman who's a character actress. I fucking love Kate McKinnon. She's really funny. With all of my heart. She's I think really she's funny. amazing. And she's actually really good. She's not just funny. She's so good. Yeah. I just think she's amazing. Like when I saw her in real life at SNL, I was just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I'm looking at you with my own eyes." Yeah. Um, I just love her. I think she's brilliant. I think she's really clever, and I think I like how um she's very open as a performer, but she's um her personal life we don't really know much about her, mm. and I like that. Yeah. That used to be you until you did this podcast. Everybody knows <laughs> everything now because everybody was interested. Yeah. Um, yeah. If Okay, I'm, and I promise I won't ask you to do it, but if you were to do an SNL audition and you need to do like your imp- impression oh, side, who would you do? Um, I I don't know. I don't think I'm very good at impressions. Yeah. Um, I'd probably create characters and do them instead. So you don't have to do an impression of a real person? No, 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 no. Okay. If if that's the thing that you do, yeah. you do that. Yeah. Have you seen the movie Don't Think Twice? Don't Think Twice. Oh my God, you'd love it. I think you've told me about this before. I might if it's about the improv troupe in New York. Yeah. And I, one of them I, gets I, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I have to watch that. Man, you have to okay, watch that. Okay, Don't Think Twice. Let me write that on my phone now. I won't watch RuPaul's Drag Race and you have to watch that. <laughs> okay, Because that's enough. how this works. Don't um, Think Twice. No, it's amazing. I think you'd really like it. Okay, I'm going to really check really that like out. It. Okay, this is the last one, okay? <gasps> okay. Do you want to roll it and see can you pull one out for yourself? Since you fucked the rules up and didn't tell me the number. No- good enough for you because you didn't tell me your number. Oh, I could have fucking lied. Well, I mean, why are you so like, okay, intent on, on let's see where it is. misleading me? Okay, here we go. Right. Okay, if you had to be one number, what would, what do you hope comes out? Well, my secret number. T- tell me your secret I'll number. I'll tell you if, if you have it in your hand. <laughs> fucking 52. Is it actually 52? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. That's my number. No, it's not. I lied. Um, acting. I don't. I don't have fifty-two. Well, so I good. lose. Good. I'm glad. Oh. You little fuckhead. Okay. Um, what is it? Oh yeah. Okay. Nice one. I'm finished with it. On actually, do you have a favorite quote? Um, I like the quote from 
um, is it Matilda? Where she says, you know, if you have good thoughts, they'll sh- shine out of your... He's basically talking about... Shine out of all your holes. <laughs> shine out of all your holes. Let me look it up so I get it right. You um, retweeted something that Claire Munley retweeted or something like that this morning. That About w- being kind. Very taken. It was like, I have never seen a talent that surpasses... Or that is more powerful than the ability to people... Or like, then... What, what was that? I've never seen a talent more... <sighs> More yeah. powerful than just people wanting to have you in the room. Something like that. Let me let me see, let me see, let very me good. see. Claire, Claire Munley's episode is going to come out after yours at some stage. Oh, very good. She just recorded one. Very good. It's great. She's Star of Moon Boy and stuff in the gate and the... Yeah, uh, Claire's great. Charlie's a klepto show. She's so nice. I had met her till we chatted and she's fucking deadly. She is great. I, I haven't spoken to her a lot, but I do, I do really like her. She's so nice. I'd love to like... You know when you just like get chatting to someone you're like oh jeez I'd love to be your mate. Yeah. It's a weird thing we do podcasts with people as well because it's like it's not like that situation like you're talking and they're doing you a favor and you're doing them a favor or whatever it might be and but it's you're doing me no favors. Uh yeah I am. <laughs> I'm gonna go do my show now. <laughs> fuckhead. <laughs> um the quote that um I retweeted was there is almost no talent I have observed that beats the advantage of just being nice to have around, which I think is very true. Yeah. 100%. And then the Matilda quote is, let me see if I can find it. I haven't seen Matilda in years. All I remember is like Trunchbull and the chocolate cake. Have you seen um, the musical? No. Oh, it's so good. Is it written by Tim Minchin, right? Yeah. Yeah. I saw it in New York, so it was a load of American actors trying to do British accents. Right. So some of those were super dodgy. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I just got a text about milk. Um, <laughs> Vegan milk? Uh, yeah, oat milk. Oh, nice. nice, nice, um, nice. It's something, but I can't find the quote, but it's basically um, about um, you can be, you'll always be beautiful if you're kind because it will shine out of your face. And uh, something like, if you're kind, it will always shine out of your face like sunshine and you'll always look beautiful or something like that. Mm. I think that's true and... I think it just highlights the importance of being kind and having good vibes. Yeah. Giving out good vibes. It's amazing when you're around someone who does that and like how like actually like it's pure, like it's so infectious. Yeah. And it's the most attractive thing yeah, in totally. a person. Like yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's I, amazing. It is. It's lovely. And I think you, you can totally sense that. And you can sense when someone's fucking lying about their good vibes or mm. they're I'm I'm so calm and I'm so I'm so chill and I'm so I love I love you, I love you, I love you. Like all that bullshit. Like mm. you can just tell when someone is actually kind. Um and I think that's it's a very important thing to have in the world at the minute. And yeah. Fingers crossed one day you can develop it. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> are you gonna end it on that? That's suitably appropriate way to end it. <laughs> Okay. So bleak. Uh, come here. Do us a favor. Tell people about the show uh, for real. And if you want to plug any social media or anything like that, uh, this is your time. Okay. All Honey, written by Kira Elizabeth Smith. Ooh. It's going to be um, on in the new theatre as part of the Fringe Festival this year, um, which is very exciting. And yeah, it's a great cast. It's directed by Jedda Debris. And we have a lovely crew involved as well who've done great work um it's kind of like a modern day farce mm-hmm. which is very exciting and very fun to be part of and i'm wearing really high heels in it and yeah that's shit thing to plug about the show actually <laughs> nice <laughs> harry are you going to wearing heels or is there a possibility people might see you fall on your ass um i hope not but there's always a possibility because i'm a clumsy person and yeah. i'm kind of tall and now i'm even taller yes heels. yeah um, yeah, I feel really high off the ground. Mm. It's weird. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Um, well, I'm sold. <laughs> you okay. did it for me. Do you, have a, you want to tell people about your Twitter? Oh, yeah, it's Ashley Durrell. I <laughs> usually retweet pictures of dogs <laughs> um, <laughs> and quotes about kindness. Yeah. Um, oh, and you spell your name with like L-E-I-G-H. A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H-D-O-R-R-E-L-L. <laughs> Ashley Durrell. I'll send that to you for your voiceover reel. Thank you. You're gonna you'll you'll work on like loads of meditation apps now. Oh fuck! 
I would love that so much. Do you ever get, do you have any meditation apps or um, like anxiety apps or anything like that? No, I listened to this thing called ASMR. Do you know what ASMR yeah, is? Yeah, where people making weird noises and stuff. Yeah, and it, I under, I completely understand why it's weird and why it's perceived as weird. It, it calms me down so much. If I'm feeling anxious or stressed, I literally put on my headphones, go and sit in my bed for five minutes and watch someone like, I don't know, any fucking pretending to brush your hair or something could you play us out with an ASMR noise that, like, that you make um, I don't know like, people like whisper into the microphone and it's apparently very calming okay, is, well, is this weird that I'm whispering and staring into your eyes well it's weird but we're going to commit to it now Okay, Ashley Durrell thank you so much for playing personality bingo with Tom Moran thanks so much Tom Moran bye <laughs> So guys, that was Ashley Durrell playing Personality Bingo with Tom Moore. And a massive thank you to Ashley for taking the time to do it. It was an absolute pleasure to have the most passive, aggressive... Why are you here? Well, she won't go home. Guys, uh, a little plug again for All Honey. It's at the New Theatre all this week. It's a 6.15 start. Isn't it? 6.30? 6.30, sorry, and then a 3.15 matinee on the Saturday. Uh, it's going to be deadly. Uh, Kira is a former guest of the show and a really great playwright. Uh, play uh, Jetta Debris is also like one of the, the best up-and-coming directors in the, in the, in the land, uh, and she also has Hannah Mamelis' show, which just wrapped this weekend. Hannah was a former guest of the show as well. So it's a really exciting time for the podcast, for the Fringe, for Dublin. It's just really, really cool. Other than that, go and check out uh, Camille Lucy Roche's show, How To Be Angry. Um, it's in Smock Alley and as well, Eva O'Connor's The Friday Night Effect. But guys, the most important thing that I need you guys to do is come out and see us do our live show. We are paired with an Irish man abroad. It's in the Tivoli Theatre. Friday, September 22nd. Tickets are on sale right now as part of the Dublin Podcast Festival uh, promoted by Aiken Promotions and The Head Stuff podcast network it's super exciting uh, it's kind of a bit of a dream come true to be doing something with Jarlath uh, he is uh, just a podcast that really inspired me to get going with mine and uh, I'm so excited for you guys to hear it but I would love for you to see it in person other than that a few quick thank yous a massive thank you as always to the boss woman Taz Kelleher for mixing editing and producing this podcast uh, check out her podcast in the shower with Taz and Marcus also it's doing so well and keep giving it all the support that it deserves a massive thank you to Connor Nolan for our wonderful artwork to Leah Moore for the theme music to Anthony Manley also for the theme music and to Paddy and Alan and Laura and Sean for the wonderful work that they do on the Head Stuff Podcast Network guys other than that Tune in next week for another episode of Personality Bingo with Tom Moran. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.